0: Hey, thank you so much for listening. No matter when you are listening, no matter where you are, get comfortable. Get yourself a cup of tea, a glass, or an entire bottle of wine. Maybe smoke a blunt, get under a blanket, grab yourself some popcorn, and enjoy this week's episode of The Slut Show with Elon Moore. These gentlemen a non binary beans and any and everyone in between, welcome to another live Slut Show streaming straight from the Slut Show Studio here in Amsterdam. Due to the current situation in regards to COVID 19, instead of recording on location here in the Slut Show Studio in Amsterdam, this episode is an Instagram live stream. Follow at the the slut show with Alan Moore on Instagram to never miss out on any updates. And without further ado, enjoy this week's episode. Joining me today is a soon to be Bristol babe. She is a period posca- podcaster, and I'm talking about the one and only Catherine from Bloody Honest. I adore this woman for many different reasons, um, not just because she does exactly what the patriarchy hates, and I absolutely adore that because she teaches me something every single day and she's going to be joining me any second now let us hope she's going to be here i'm so excited for this one i was looking forward to it so much
1: hi how are you you? i'm really good how are you sorry i just chucked
0: the um no worries uh, that's always great
1: hello (laughs) hi
0: I'm great, how are you?
1: Yeah, really good, thank
0: you. I'm so excited to awesome. be here, thank you. I'm so excited to be having you. Um, I was looking forward to this so much because I, I genuinely, I don't know shit about periods. And you do, you you know a lot. It's, it's a lie that, that all women know things about periods because...
1: That's really not always the case. Yeah, they—they, they, I mean, they don't tell you anything. So that's why people like me on the internet have to do it for you. So exactly, that's what we have you here for. Before we're gonna get into all the goods,
0: <laughs> the Slut Show with Ellen Moore, the podcast slash talk show about shit you and I have to deal with on a daily basis, about feminism, insecurities, feeling like a bomb ass bitch, and obviously about loads of sex. Enjoy your weekly dose of empowerment. Your weekly dose of empowerment. What is the most empowering thing you did recently?
1: Mm, mm, Good question. Um, This can sound really silly, but bought loads of stuff for my new flat. (laughs) Good for you. That's great. Um, which feels good because I'm really excited to move. So that's, um, nice. that felt really good. <clears throat> right. You're, you're about to move to Bristol, right? I am, yes. I'm very excited. Awesome. Um, yeah, end of May I'll be moving.
0: Oh, that's cool. That's great. You're starting the
1: summer all fresh new in a new apartment. I know. Tell me about it. I'm so, I can't wait. I think now I've got more. Um, I was about it the other day. I think I now have more friends in Bristol than I do anywhere else. That works um, perfectly i know also i just realized we're wearing matching lipstick
0: i absolutely did it because of the period you know are i was like i'm it? gonna go red yeah and these earrings are from chiara from contour art delete and she's yes. so talented oh, they're literally
1: incredible period earrings it's so cute i love that i don't have it i don't have any period jewelry surprise surprise oh wow i know i should that's get quite them. a I shocker do... i know i really need to get some i do have um i have a little badge that says cuterus on it but i don't have I don't I have it on me, so I won't run, run and find it
0: now. <laughs>
1: no worries. I
0: always lose everything around my house anyways as well, so <laughs> totally feel you. Oh, yeah, I am the same. Um, you do a lot of things period-related. You have a huge following on TikTok as well. Um, how did you get into this?
1: um great question so a couple of years ago well not a couple of years ago now a bit longer than that because i'm older now um but in my kind of late teens early 20s i was investigated for uh various different gynecological issues um the kind of most predominant of which is suspected endometriosis um and kind of while i was going through that experience i guess of being um of looking into it and kind of understanding more about myself and my body I realized that there was so much that was missing from the education that I got um and so much that was that people just aren't taught that you don't know and you're expected to just kind of pick up along the way I guess I don't really know what they're thinking is going to happen but nobody talks about periods I know nobody. nobody nobody tells you anything like they say oh you know like this is what a menstrual cycle. Like, so if you're lucky, what you get is this is a menstrual cycle releases an egg, goes to the womb, sheds, and then happens like once a month. Um, this is a pad. This is a tampon. Boom! Like that's it. Good luck um, with it. And it's just so tiny, like the amount e- compared to everything else that there is to learn. Um, but yeah, so kind of going through that, I was like, oh, there's a there's a lot I don't know here, um, and I, a lot I'm expecting other people don't know either. So um yeah i kind of just did started wanting to educate other people about it um and then yeah that's that's where it stemmed from really
0: that's that's how it started that's so mm. cool Do, what was
1: your when when did you get your period how old were you um people always ask me this question and i never know i think <laughs> i was 13 but i'm not 100 percent sure which is like almost bang on average so the average is 12 um really think i was yeah the average is 12 years old um but obviously it can happen kind of any age between about 8 and 16 17 um but yeah i think i was about 13 i don't know do you remember the whole scenario of like finding blood in your pants so i think i I remember distinctly being in my bedroom and there being blood, Whether I don't know whether I'd just woken up or whether I was just going to bed, I don't know which one, um, but I was in my room and there was blood in the bed. And my parents weren't here, but my sister was in um, and she's older than me. And I text her saying, I think I've just started my period. Do you have a pad? Um, and she, or do you know where the pads are or something? And she comes, like, running to my room um, and just thrusts a tampon at me and goes, go on, like, you're going to need to learn sometime. Like, get, get in there. It may as well be today. And I love I was it. Like, I know. And it's a terrifying thing for, to be kind of the first experience you have. But I was like, oh, shit, okay. So I got in the bathroom and was trying to put a tampon in and she was like outside the door basically coaching me through <laughs> it. She's like okay you've got this don't worry um but yeah and then I'm I'm one of the kind of rare people I think that did actually use tampons from um from my first my first period because of really? my sister just kind of thrusting it in my face that's um, awesome though mm. do you remember really yours
0: I, I actually because I began digging I was like, I'm gonna have to answer this question. Yeah. So let me dig deep right now. And so what I recall is um, being being home, luckily, and I went to the toilet and I put down my pants like normal people do and I was like, I think I just shit myself. <laughs> because it was brown yeah that is one more thing mm-hmm. that people don't tell you about periods it is not like this it's not bright red it, it can be a lot of different it colors can be at
1: some point yeah sometimes it's like this
0: sometimes it is sometimes it's brown sometimes it's clumpy and there's all kinds of different structures and colors to it yeah. it's a whole party absolutely um, I remember telling my mom I think I just shit myself something <laughs> like that and she was like why can you show me and so but because I was really really late I was like at least it felt like really late I was 14 and a half ish okay and I had been begging like the lord to give me my period I was like I want to get my period so bad
1: because everyone I knew had gotten their periods but me
0: and I hated it I was
1: so funny because I get so many people particularly on TikTok because my um audience on TikTok is younger than my audience on Instagram um but I get so many people on TikTok going, I really want my period. Like, my period hasn't come yet. Why hasn't it come? How do I make my period come? And I'm like, God, just enjoy it while it lasts. Like, not a I was that girl. Yeah, like, you don't know how lucky you are. Just chill out for a minute. Everyone
0: saw me that, and I was like, no, but I want it.
1: Yeah, so- I totally get it, though, because it makes you, you know, you feel like a grown-up. Like, although, when you're that age it's all those things that make you feel grown up and more kind of, yeah. My friend Cassie said that she was the same. She really wanted see? to see. her. Yeah. It's,
0: it's okay. This is normal. Apparently good. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny. Cause you are like when you're, you know, when you're younger and you are, um, a woman or like a cisgendered woman the things you want are like your boobs to come in and like to start I, I remember a weird one for me was like starting to wear deodorant I was like oh yeah totally I like, oh. yeah I was like someone at school gets to wear it wears deodorant now do you think I should get some deodorant like this is so bizarre and then you know, people going through puberty like all of those things um that mean you're going through puberty and you're on an first bra, now. yeah exactly like I remember my I think my first bra had like me to you bears on, um like little teddy bears I don't know if it's so them cute in, um, in Netherlands, but they're like little teddy bears, but the yeah it was it's just all those things in it, isn't it, and it kind of adds into that I think um is the this idea that if you get your once you get your period you're 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 a grown up you're an adult now,
0: my mom went like. Um, you're a woman now we're gonna Mm. get ice cream to celebrate (laughs) I mean I'm here for the ice cream but yeah that's amazing
1: no I didn't get any ice cream for mine
0: I will bring you some ice cream if we meet in real life (laughs) yeah I'm gonna have
1: words with my mum later be like why didn't you get me any ice cream when I started my period I will bake a pie strawberry sauce yes it
0: did (laughs) of course it did (laughs) of course it did um yeah well I I wanted to actually use tampons um but I didn't I didn't want to ask anybody and so there was this one friend of mine um and I know I knew she used tampons and so I texted her like I have a question but it's really embarrassing and then I didn't I didn't dare to say it and I couldn't I just couldn't get it out Mm -hmm. and then like literally after weeks of her going please tell me what it is I was like can you teach me how to put in a tampon? <laughs> and was she like, yeah, sure. And she's like, yeah, totally. <laughs> and then now I'm the one who teaches all my friends. If they are not
1: using tampons or diva cups, I'm like, go yeah, buy Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the, I'm the same with, um, with menstrual cups, for sure. People are like, I've just got a menstrual cup. What do I do? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> let's start at the beginning. Prepare <laughs> <laughs> yourself. That.
0: What period products have you used, like, up until whatever you're satisfied with now uh
1: um i mean i i i've tried pretty much all of them um so i've tried period pants reusable pads disposable pads um tampons applicator and non-applicator the reusable applicators i've tried those as well um is and that a I'd thing still- yes oh my god did you oh my know my god i did not know this do i ha- i wonder if i've got one to show you that would, that be, would free- be amazing i bought my little pot of periods no i don't have it <laughs> um but it's yeah you can get reusable applicators and they're basically oh. well the one i've got is from a company called dame who have organic um sustainable period products and awesome. they have yeah they're incredible and they stock uh tampons as well um and they have a reusable applicator and basically you get so you know when you have a normal applicator you have like the outer tube that the tampon is in the right. inner tube that does the plunge um yeah that does the <laughs> the rocket <launch>. um, <laughs> firing and it, it off yeah exactly um so it basically has those two parts still but separately so they you can remove you can completely kind of dismantle i suppose you can completely dismantle it um and what you do is you just put it's the same it's the same concept really just but you put the tampon inside the outer tube yourself right um and then use the applicator just as you normally would and it has like a little cap as well that you put on for traveling um that's incredible because obviously if you are um someone who prefers or is most comfortable using tampons because it's such a personal preference i never kind of um i always say that my job when it comes to period products isn't to tell people what is the best product right um it's to tell people all about all of the products so that you can try and make their own decisions because mm-hmm. you know this it's all I absolutely encourage people to find um, a sustainable option if they can, if there's one that works for them. But they don't work for everyone. Um, for right. everyone, every for everyone. <laughs> um, so yeah. So I think. Uh, but back to the reusable applicators. Um, the this particular one by Dame, it's made from an antibacterial kind of plastic, um, really? which means that all you have to do is rinse it under water and it's clean.
0: That's amazing. It's
1: incredible. Yeah, oh and you my can God. use them. For, you can reuse them for like. 10 years
0: wow that's so great Mm. what is your
1: favorite uh, period products right now or so i go every period i have a combo so on my first my first couple of days and my last couple of days i use period pants um i love period pants and i find them really handy in those two kind of um periods of periods of my period I guess Um, because when you're like never quite sure if you're actually on or not so at the beginning if you don't know whether you're coming on or not or you're quite light and you're like oh it'll probably be light for a day or two and before you know the 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 troops come Um, (laughs) and then the uh, same for the last couple of days like when you're you're kind of it's trailing off um, but you don't want to risk it yet because um, there might be some stains, so I use them then. And then in the middle, on my kind of heaviest um, times, I use menstrual cups, and I love them. They're incredible. They changed my life. They changed mine as well. Right? It's such, uh, it's like the- an awakening when you, you when you start using them. Oh like, my god! No, well, it
0: was an awakening when I figured out how to use <laughs> yes. them but that took a while
1: yeah fair <laughs> enough yeah yeah it can be a bit tricky to begin with
0: <laughs> for those listening who've never had a period because they for whatever reason don't have that in their body um uh basically the first days you're like is it is it getting there is it not and so your flow is not that heavy it's just spotting mm-hmm. and then once it breaks through you know it's the whole what what you see in media like it's bleeding yeah. and your.
1: Or like, or, or mostly Everyone. anyway, some people you right. know, like, are, are, like might be heavy from the first day, but generally speaking, that's like right. that's a very common kind of um, sequence of events, I guess, from, from your period. Do you have a heavy flow? Uh, I have a couple of days that are pretty heavy. Um, I'm pretty standard with my, in terms of, in terms of heaviness anyway. Um, I, you know, exactly like you said, I have a couple of days um, that are kind of light-ish on kind of like a prep like a prep period um, right. and then I have a couple of days that are or at least one day that is mega heavy um, and then the the rest of it's like relatively moderate and before it starts to trade off again so pretty which is quite standard and quite typical actually of, of quite a lot of people everyone's different um, right. but yeah generally speaking that's what I experience with mine what about you
0: um well i have an iud so for me Mm. it's it's kind of different i don't really get my period anymore but as soon as there's only one spot of blood i just pop in a diva cup 24 hours later i'm fine so
1: what's so incredible as well about natural cups is that when if you're light if you have a lighter flow and you use um and you use tampons it's so drying on those days where you aren't as heavy um you know, like some people get on with them fine, but that's what I always used to hate about them. Because I remember when I first kind of made the switch, made the kind of, took the leap to, to use menstrual cups. It was because I was thinking, I hate tampons, but I hate pads more. Like I yes. don't like tampons. <laughs> they're drying. I, it is sore. And I don't like like the wee string. Like, oh. and this is no shade to tampons. I think tampons are amazing. If they're your jam, crack on. But yeah, I no. Like everyone
0: the... needs to hundred percent do what they want, but yes, I,
1: I feel you. But I didn't like the wee string. I didn't like that they were so drying. Um, and that's what's so brilliant about menstrual cups is that you can put them in when you're really light, and it doesn't dry you out. It doesn't suck all of that good vaginal bacteria um, and like vaginal fluid out of there. And when you, you
0: put in a tampon on. on a on a dry or light day, it's basically like. Oh. You know, turning upside down and pouring sand in your vagina—that's oh, um,
1: so accurate, actually. Oh my god! I find, ta- just... I find that removing them on a on a lighter day is the worst one. It's, oh my god! The taking out that it just—it's like it's like nails <laughs> down a chalkboard, but in a feeling—that's what I feel like it is.
0: It's it's kind of the way um, that that cats have sex. Do you know how that works? What?
1: Yeah. I like okay. nodded as if I knew where that was going, and I... I did not expect. Okay,
0: so I did not fact check this, so if it's incorrect, I'm sorry, but it's going to be a good story anyways. Yeah, go for Um, it. I think it's true that when a cat has sex, like a female cat with a male cat, then the penis goes in, and then when it goes out, there's like these things sticking out, and it goes out, and then it's bleeding everywhere, there's (gasps) like wounds, like, to make sure that she cannot have sex again while she's pregnant.
1: Oh, that's, that's horrific. Do you know, funny you say that, actually, because recently I was listening to um, a program on Radio 4, which I don't listen to often, but for some reason I was listening to Radio 4, um, and they were talking about some mammals have a bone in their penis. Not all mammals do, obviously. Humans don't. Um, <laughs> really? Some, Yeah, some mammals have a, have a bone in their penis, right? And some mammals that have a bone in my penis i'm so um i'm so sorry i just someone's just got a notification i've just got a notification from a friend saying that they just shot themselves <laughs> <laughs> i hope you're okay that friend. really threw me off that was ridiculous oh, anyway so some mammals that have a bone in their penis have a hook on the end of the bone so that when they penetrate the female the hook scoops out the other mate's sperm oh so if, i think it's something like that yeah yeah so that if they are having <sighs> sex with like if it's one of those species who it's like one female that lots of males have sex with or mate with um it's it's a case of they're trying to survival like survival of the fittest. literally they're trying to just like grab out the last person's sperm so that their sperms are ha- it's so bizarre
0: Imagine a guy fisting you going. <laughs> Trying to just take like, it out. Just be
1: like, we'll get to it in a minute. I'm just going to scrape this You're
0: also first. such a, let me scrape first.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. God. But wait, if they have a bone in their dick, they can break their dick.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. I guess that is accurate. Yeah. Now that's hilarious. Yeah. I'm assuming though, when it's not erect and ready for mating it's like inside them somewhere so it's like protected it's not like it's like flapping around like a like a human penis (laughs) i i hope
0: so i (laughs) i think that will be a good system yeah i will take Mm. the suggestion
1: i'll tell yeah but yes i guess technically they could break their penis right like human penis people can penis people penis owners can break their penis it's just a different way isn't it it's like I think it's like, harder to break on those. There's one like skin though, so. that snaps, and it's like
0: a. Oh, uh, sorry, penis owners <laughs>
1: listening. <laughs> I doubt oh my... any. I doubt anyone with a penis is watching this.
0: I have one very, very loyal fan. Yes, who, who is who is a man, and I love it so much. And he's amazing. I I am not allowed to say his name, but I adore that he's always watching. So oh, I
1: cool. love that. Well, yeah. Don't don't worry about breaking your penis. <laughs>
0: Don't. But, well, let's hope not. Have you? Have you ever like what is the uh, the most awkward scene in like a sex scenario that has happened to you? Mm.
1: Oh, such a good question. I hear like the
0: things. Yeah, move, like the. Going, cop's turning to
1: pray. <laughs> um, oh my god! There's got to be a more embarrassing one, but the one that's coming to mind is um. I was very, very drunk, very drunk, and I fell off said person and the bed onto the floor <laughs> completely naked. I was oh like God. from sitting in, in from like, sitting on top is, of him. This is him, this is me, but <laughs> <What>? off <laughs> now. That's hilarious, straight onto the floor. Oh, wow! And then I actually ran away. It was while I was at uni in first year, and I ran away, um, to go and be sick in my friend's toilet oh and as i was walking back to my room he left and i was just like bye i was like yeah we're mutually agreeing that this is this isn't
0: we're never seeing each other again (laughs) (laughs) what What about you honestly that's great when you just know like This was shit sex, and we're never yeah. gonna see each other again. It's like goodbye, and you yeah, literally, you, I don't have to worry because you're never, you, you just, it didn't work. What about yours? Wait, I wanna know yours. Oh, God. Um, my <laughs> most embarrassing sex story. Well, um, uh, one of the things I that come to mind first when I think about period sex. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, is... we don't have an embarrassing period sex story, actually. The, wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was going to. Am I gonna say I was going to a festival? Okay. To, oh, ominous. Okay. To, to a festival, <laughs> um, for a. I've been to one festival in my life. Every one of my friends is gonna know where, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I I went to a festival, and mm-hmm. I went there for a longer period of time, and so uh, the first. Like, it was a train... Okay, I went to see Get Festival in Budapest, and so you have to take... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You take a train from the Netherlands that goes straight to Budapest, which is awesome. Amazing. And on the train, I met all these amazing people. I went there alone, so the people I met on the train actually became my friends and are still my friends, which is oh, so awesome. That's so lush. Love. I loved it. And then the first night at the actual festival, so we had, like, our tent set up, and um, that night I was going to turn 20. And, um i got obviously insanely drunk that night of course at like the pre-party and then some people told the dj that um it was my birthday and like a little before 12 the whole club went silent and he, he went like can ellen come to stage and nearly everyone was Dutch because it was like this Dutch pre-party and so everyone started shouting my name and so I got up on stage and they started singing happy birthday for me. It was insane. Um, a lot of that's things- so cool though. was so cool. I loved it. I actually have it on camera so if you want to see that head oh, over to
1: my main Instagram. Yeah, what a great story.
0: Oh, I loved it so much. <laughs> I will actually insert it here for like the people tuning in later. Here it yes. is. That was it. <laughs> um, and so uh, I took some dude back home, but I was on my period. Mm-hmm. And so I was wearing a diva cup and I was like, should I tell him? Should I not tell him? You, you know, you have the debate with yourself. of like, mm. is it, how bad is it? And yeah. then I was drunk enough to not realize that I was on my period and I was wearing a diva cup. So we got into the tent and I was like, oh shit, I'm on my period. Okay. And so Then he proceeded to eat me out, and I was like, okay, I guess he doesn't mind. Um, But I was still wearing the diva cup, and that I have forgotten. And so I was like, "There, I need to, and then I don't know what happened. Uh, That can be my drunk ass, um, but we rounded things up. Let me put it like that. Mm -hmm, Sure. Not too long after he left, I vomited. So I was pretty, pretty happy that he left. (laughs) So that's the most embarrassing thing I can think oh, of. Oh God! That's not trans. bad though,
1: because because of the diva wasn't too. Bloody. But what I don't understand,
0: he was under the impression that there was no diva club, no tampon, no nothing. So right. he did want to lick a period pussy. Yeah, but sure. he he did not want to have actual sex, actual intercourse. Okay. Now that was weird to me. Oh. Different strikes for different folks. Right, but I figured I'd rather have it on my dick than on, in my mouth, right? Well, I guess for some people it's
1: kind of a kink, no? Oh, I've never thought about it that way. I definitely think some, some people... I've Well, I, I know... If you can think of something, there's a kink for it. Do you know what I mean? True. So they're, True. I, I 100% think there will be a kink for that.
0: Most likely, most likely. Mm. Period sex. How tell us everything about it in your opinion
1: well the big the biggest of taboos because you've got the taboo of sex and the taboo of periods and combined they make like a mammoth taboo right um but the thing is is first of all it's probably if you don't do it or have never had it it's probably not quite as messy as you think it is like yeah you might get some blood in some places um but it's not that bad and also you don't if you're on your period you don't have to have vaginal penetrative sex like there's other sex you can have without needing something sex toy fingers right penis to go inside the vagina right yeah so with an if you're wearing an internal first of all if you Want to, and or you are someone who wears pads or period pants, it's totally fine. It's totally natural. It's healthy. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not dirty. Put a towel down. Have some wipes nearby your ground, or do it in the shower. Then you're. Oh, that's a good one. Cleaning as you go, right? Yeah. Um, but if you if you would rather keep it a little mess free, um, wear a tampon or a menstrual cup or a menstrual disc. And you can do pretty much everything on the outside instead. And then just like right. explore other other ways of having sex with someone without it being penetrative.
0: Go on. So the, the menstrual disc, you can actually have penetrative sex when wearing that, correct? You can.
1: And this is my demo one. Um, but as you can see, it has a hole in it. But, <laughs> but this is, <laughs> they don't actually break when you're using them properly. But it's because I've got it stuck in here ah and it makes sense um so just imagine there's no hole in it right but yes you can wear these during during vaginal penetrative sex how do you get that in whether that's a good question i'll tell you (laughs) sorry Um, but whether it's fingers a toy or a penis like i've said before um you can wear these during and it's because so they're made of silicone again like a menstrual cup um and they're flexible still so what you do is you flatten it like this or get my get my handy, handy demo here. Oh, um, nice. So you flatten it sideways like this. Again, please ignore the hole. <laughs> and then you insert it. And the back rim, so if you see there, that pink blob yeah. at the back is the cervix. And so as you insert it, you want the back of it to go behind the cervix. Ah. And then the front just tucks up behind the pubic bone. So this here is the, is supposed to represent the pubic bone. Um, and as you tuck ah. it up behind there, that's what keeps it in place. So you know how... <clears throat> With menstrual cups, they stay in place by forming that vacuum seal with the little mm-hmm. holes. Um, menstrual discs work differently because they 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 stay in place because they tuck behind the bone. So it's just they're like it's like physically held in place, um, and because of the angle of it and it's it's further back as well, um, you can you can get things in there without. That, that is awesome.
0: so great mm. this uh, this is such a useful demonstration for people listening go check yeah. out the video right now because it's so useful
1: <laughs>
0: oh but, my yeah. God.
1: but how do you get it out oh i did just i took it out without showing you which was really silly of me um so put it back in here's one i made earlier um so to get it out you just it will also depend on how easy it is to put in and take out it will depend on things like the height of your cervix right right because um, if you if anyone wasn't aware your cervix can sit at different heights so some people can touch could touch their cervix only by putting this much of their finger in um, and some people can't touch it at all putting their whole finger in like me i have a very high cervix um so to take it out if you can reach it you just reach in with a finger pick um kind of hook the finger around the i just i've just mm. broken it again <laughs> and i know what it is it's because when i have this nail long and i go ah. and i hook it at the back it stretches and then it cuts against the plastic Ah, right. Anyway. Luckily, <laughs> our is aren't made of plastic. Oh, yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't do it in when it's actually inside, I promise you. I've done it many <laughs> times. Um, but you just you just hook it, and then you just hook it out from behind the pubic bone. Huh. And then you pull it out like this, level to the ground, and then empty, rinse, reuse. And there it is with two holes in now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate Oops. you
0: sacrificing if you
1: If you can't reach it, because like I said, if you have quite a high cervix, you might not be able to reach it. Basically, you just bear down with your pelvic floor muscles as if you're pushing out poop. Um, and what it does, what that does is just kind of pop the front down a bit so that it's it's within easier reach. And then there you have it.
0: This is so useful. I'm getting Ooh. one, like, right after this.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're pretty <clears throat> handy. And a lot of people, I personally um, have found them a little bit difficult to insert, but most people say if they've used a disc, um, a cut, a lot of people say that they're easier to insert than a cup. So if you can get on with a disc, no. If you can get on with a cup, um, you'll probably get on quite well with a disc. So
0: Interesting. Same. I am so curious now to know where exactly the bone is inside of me. I'm just, like,
1: thinking if I,
0: you know, but oh, I... Hold on. So
1: if I stand up like this, right? Oh. Excuse the fact that I'm wearing trap suit bottoms. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, was, it's I, was just fact- the top. I wasn't expecting to stand up.
0: honey i never i always wear these during live
1: shows (laughs) i had a couple of job interviews last week and i wore blanket a blanket over my legs every time um so basically your pubic bone if you poke downwards you can feel it right at the bottom between your legs just before the you get to like the the clitoris and the actual vulva can you feel it uh can you feel it yes i can yeah there's like a hard bone that yeah stops just before you get to like your um your <laughs> and your clitoris and stuff yeah yeah so that's that's your pubic oh, bone Oh, there so when when it's huh. you'll be able to feel it if you put a thing if you next time you you fancy it when you put a <laughs> finger inside and push upwards kind of where the g-spot is um you'll be able to feel it so it'll be like a hard ridge um and that's your pubic bone I am testing this the second we get off this <laughs> life. <laughs> now I wanna know You are welcome. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, that's where um that's that's where the, the disc goes behind. Just just behind. Incredible. Such mm. useful information.
0: <laughs> now I saw a post on your Instagram about period poops and I was like, I'm not reading it. I I'm gonna let her explain because girlfriend, tell me. <laughs> Oh,
1: period poops are a thing. Yeah. So this is, this is another thing that people don't tell you about or that you don't like, I remember my mum saying that she, when I first spoke to her about them, um, she said that she never made the connection. <laughs> so she doesn't right. have periods anymore. And she's like literally all these years of my life and I've never known. Um, Wow. but so basically when you are about to come on your period, your body releases chemical or hormone like chemicals called prostaglandins right and these prostaglandins are helpful so what they do is they help um the uterus to contract which is what helps the uterus to shed the lining so helps the lining to come away from the walls um, and leave as your period but if you have an excess of, um, a couple of things can happen. If you have an excess of prostaglandins in the body, um, it can also make things like your bowels contract, That because your bowels are very close to your oh. vagina. So if you see here, this is your uterus, this is your vaginal canal, and then this tube at the bottom is your uh, rectum, where your poop is. So... <clears throat> The prostaglandins can then also make your bowels contract, um, which means you might need to go for a poo more frequently, so more often. Mm. And then on the flip side of that, it also prostaglandins also inhibit the body's ability to retain uh, and absorb water, which means that it also makes your poo more runny, a.k.a. diarrhoea.
0: I, my, my whole life is explained.
1: I get it now. I yes. just, it's an absolute nightmare. People find that they have period poops. And also the other side to that, um, the hormone progesterone, which is flying around while you're on your period, um, can also make you more constipated. So some people get oh. constipation, some people get diarrhea, some people get both and then i have ibs and i'm fucked either way yeah you're just screwed you're no I'm that's, just, uh, te-
0: that's not ideal no 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 um pms is it real
1: uh 100% real 100 do you mean like the emotional side things everything yes pms is 100% real so pms the thing's about the term pms is it's kind of the umbrella term for any period symptoms that you have that are caused by hormonal changes in the body that happened before your period right um and there's an almost endless list of what these symptoms can be so you've got some people get headaches some people get mood swings you you're just gonna be putting your head on, <laughs> was, on my head um, headaches mood swings some people get lack of can't sleep very well so they get pms insomnia um, some people get increased anxiety some people get um agitated and irritable i think i just said that one but i'm saying it again some people have bouts of depression when it comes up to their period <laughs> just keep just, you can get sore boobs you can get um obviously you can get period pain things like that it all is kind of encompassed in the term pms or premenstrual syndrome right what a shit show what a shit show and, and period poops that's another one right <laughs> so a little shit show um but yeah it's a hundred percent real it you can get emotional and physical um symptoms of pms um and they shouldn't be kind of disregarded either because it can be really tough it can be really shit having a period sometimes and um,
0: when men ask me if i'm fr- when i'm frustrated are you on your period i Ugh. i can i can chop off their balls literally yeah. i'm just like just it's go lay so, down I'll get
1: like dismissive as well like for them for the kind of the idea to just be oh well if you're on your period your feelings aren't as valid or like they don't matter as much because it's just hormones, you know. I just think, oh, it's so frustrating. And your feeling aren't as valid.
0: Mm. Stress is literally hormones exactly. in your body that make you feel like
1: that. So they are yeah. just as valid as period yes. hormones. Absolutely. But yeah, PMS is one hundred percent real, and um, it can really suck. So give yourself a break. <laughs> Be kind <Totally>. to yourself. <laughs> there's,
0: there's. I think it's like what is something that you feel like is important for men to know about periods
1: i think there's a couple of things the first one is that is that it can be really shit um so have some sympathy you know don't kind of have some understanding and respect for how difficult it can be yes some people get almost no symptoms they just bleed a bit and that's it for a few days and they're grand but other people have every possible PMS symptom symptom under the sun to a really terrible degree right. some people have conditions like endometriosis and adenomyosis which causing intense pain um, and adenomyosis also causes ridiculously heavy bre- um, breathing bleeding <laughs> you can then also get um, mood disorders or emotional disorders such as PMDD uh, premenstrual dysphoric disorder which also means you're some people get suicidal before their period because they're they've got this disorder that makes meets that everything just is a thousand times worse for them so I think this kind of idea that that women and people who menstruate are just um just you know kind of over exaggerating or just being a drama queen or whatever I don't think people understand just how difficult it can be for some people and yes it's not everybody but you don't know whether it is that person or not and I think exactly also, not just persistence for, for cis men because let's be honest like it is cis men that are the worst for this right um, but also some people who period sometimes women <clears throat> have periods and if their period isn't bad if their period is fine they're actually they actually can sometimes be more dismissive of other, of other people who do have difficult periods because it doesn't compute in their brain because they're like oh well I have a period and mine's fine. <clears throat> and mine's fine, so you must be exaggerating.
0: I think the most important thing is every single person has a different kind of period yes. and you don't know what someone feels and how much pain they're in and how much uh, they're struggling mentally, physically, yes. doesn't matter how much they're struggling, you don't 100%. know until you're in their body and
1: you cannot do that. Yeah, completely. And I think the my other big thing I really, really wish men Um, New about periods is that shaming the shame and the stigma and telling someone you think it's gross when they talk about periods is actually indirectly affecting people's physical and mental health people aren't going to the doctors because they're too embarrassed about periods and this is is directly contributing to the Ridiculous spans of time it takes to get diagnosis for things like endometriosis, which are currently in, um, eight years, I think. It actually went up since it was 7.5. Um, so, as a man, if somebody talks about their period and you sit there and go, That's disgusting, didn't need to know that, you don't know that they're then going to be so embarrassed and so ashamed that they're not going to go to the doctor about their period and they're, they're, for something they need to see to have treatment for one Um,
0: comment that can take 10 seconds for you to make
1: can have a life-lasting impact on someone exactly like just be respectful let them you know you if 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 you don't want them to specifically talk about the shape of their clot then fine like you know maybe be like oh okay i'm just gonna walk over here now but don't shame don't shame people for talking about periods it's right i can't I hate it <laughs> and
0: honestly if you want to if if you're a man you want to contribute to taking off the stigma and um mm-hmm. you see someone um you know that a friend of yours who has a period is on on his, their period um, um ask uh, are you okay how, how yes. is your flow um, Yeah. do you have any nasty symptoms is there anything i can get
1: for you do yeah you do you want anything? chocolate
0: tampons yeah. anything else Back massage anything you need right like a
1: hot yeah. hot pat for your your belly. Yeah. That things, I think that's it's so, it's such a kind of important. Right, um, but it's such an important thing that we need to get people doing, and and also like I I kind of don't want to really praise people for doing it, men specifically for doing it, because it should be the norm. It should be normal. Right. Um, you know, it, normal behavior. Like if you are um. If I have a friend who is, has a headache, I'm going to go, can I get anything for you? That's Would you like some fruit? A normal, nice human being. Right. If you are a man and your girlfriend, for example, has their period, because this is usually the situation this occurs in, and your girlfriend has their period, and they go, and you'll go, oh, what can I get you from the shop? Yes, that is brilliant. We love to see it, but it should be normal, then, right? You know, you shouldn't kind of be like, "Oh, my boyfriend is god tier because he gets me things from the shop." Yes, I do think it should be praise and you should because you want to encourage everyone right. to do it. But, of course, like, it's when the guys kind of walk around like they own the place and they're God's gift to women because because they aren't too grossed out about periods and they because they'll they're to be gonna, go gonna get, get chocolate. <laughs> Yeah, they're exactly. still in pain, honey. Yeah. Oh,
0: well done, well done. No, but like with all, like all jokes aside, of course we should not be praising something so fucking basic. But then again, like there's hardly anyone doing it, so
1: yes, yes. good for you. Do it, please. Yes. Keep doing please it. Do it. We love it
0: yes absolutely and, and i
1: talk about it as well like we do talk about it with our girlfriends if you do stuff like that, not, yeah we just might not tell you because we don't want you you don't want your ego to get too big
0: right right but we really like i would call my oh my god he just bought me chocolate what the mm-hmm. fuck like seriously <gasps> yeah. just the he bar of chocolate he sat with
1: me while i was in the fetal position on the bathroom floor and rubbed my back for three hours That's, that is yeah.
0: mm. get love the love ring that. Yeah. yeah, we're here for it. We're so here for it. <laughs> but also, and I think that's one where the stigma is even thicker. I'm gonna mm. put it like that. Ta- if your boys are making uh, like your male friends are making jokes about periods, tell them the shit ain't funny. Yes. There's women who are laying on the bathroom floor for seven days straight because they have so much pain.
1: Yeah, so get them some ch- chocolate. Yeah, for sure. My I think favorite thing, one of my favorite things ever to do is um, I've, I mean, as you can imagine, I I'm very comfortable talking about periods in pretty much any situation, um, whether it's it's a room full of people I don't know or a room full of people I do know. Um, I'm happy to crack on and talk about and be like, I'm just gonna go change my menstrual cup.
0: Yeah, <laughs> or like same. something along those
1: lines. And I love if a man particularly goes. That's disgusting. I didn't need to know that. I love dead straight face. I go, oh, I didn't realize you felt that way. Why? Why is that? Why, why? I didn't realize you thought periods were gross. Can I ask why? Like where that's that's come from? Because you will never get an answer. You never will. They can never justify it further than it's that's gross. Disgusting. Like, I think it's gross. They they can't tell you why. Some and I think you, your some sperm tastes
0: like Chernobyl assholes. Yes!
1: And some of them will kind of go, oh, you know, I just don't like, um, I, I don't like any talk about bodily functions. Like, any talk. And I'm like, I was like, fuck off. You tell me you're going for shits all the time. Like, are you having a laugh? <laughs> <laughs> you pissed on this, like, if it, you, like, pissed in a closet once because you were so drunk, like, and told that story and thought it was hilarious and no one told you you were disgusting. Oh, right, right. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's, That's all I have to say. Yeah, That's I it. just love kind of, I try to stay really calm and like collected because I also acknowledge that a lot of times it's because they haven't, we have bad education about it, but they have absolutely nothing. They're kind of told from the beginning, this isn't a conversation for you. You can't be involved in this, which only perpetuates the idea that it's gross and it's only for women and people who have periods. So I think what I actually really like to do in those situations is invite them for a conversation. And I say, oh... Did you know this about periods? Did you know that when you talk talk about periods like they're disgusting, it can actually be quite damaging because, for the reasons I mentioned earlier, shame can lead to not going to the doctor. Is there anything you wanted to know about periods? Have you ever wondered anything, or thought wondered how something worked, or weren't sure about something? I'll be happy to have a conversation with you about it, and that's something Absolutely. I actually really like doing. And I and you'd be surprised how many people take me up on it and are like. Oh yeah, that's actually that's a really good point. How like how painful a, a period of pain is actually bad. Like, do you uh, is PMS real? Like all these kinds of questions, um, and it's just because they haven't been involved in the conversation. They've been told from the very beginning this isn't for you. You don't you don't belong here in this conversation. Um, so I think that is you know we it's yes it's a pain in the ass when people are just belligerently saying they're gross when they know that it's doing damage, but you know, oftentimes and something I really like to promote with people that want to help tackle the stigma. If you, if you sit down and actually talk to them and be like, Hey, do you have any questions about periods? Like I get that you probably don't know a lot about them. You will start to see that breaking down a bit and they won't find right. things gross next time somebody brings it up.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. It's such a good one. And one thing for any, um, non-period heavers, uh, listening or, uh, watching this live um did you know that women smuggle tampons when they are in high school so you literally you go to your friends you're like yeah
1: it's like a deal like a tampons. dodgy deal
0: and then you go behind shit to hide like into you know switch yeah. shit and then if they don't have it they're like oh, oh I know. maybe maybe not. like seriously and i put it in like a pen i had an empty pen in my uh, That's my really imaginative. My pen bag, and I will put a tampon in there and take the pen to the loo. And then one fucking teacher asked me, Why are you taking the pen to the toilet? And I was just standing there, like a 13, year, well, oh, 14 and no. a half year old, being like bright red.
1: They were like, Put it back. And I was like, Well, then I don't have to go. Uh, <laughs> Never mind then. Well, then uh, you're just going to get a slightly bloody chair. there's gonna gonna be a mess here for you to clean up later good luck with that yeah should i get you some
0: wipes or something would you like me to empty my cup on your (laughs) um desk next time yeah
1: because i will uh, yeah don't don't try
0: me don't try me (laughs) i actually have a friend who once was having sex with a woman who was on her period Mm -hmm. and so she took out the cup and she was like yeah so um I'm dead after this actually happened she's like yeah. I paint with my period blood mm-hmm. and he was like okay well good for you and then so she she showed him and there were about some sections. so she was like I, I'm, I'm gonna take it out do you mind if I put it next to the bed so that um I can save it for later I I know people that do
1: that I people love it
0: I and love like, it. It's I'm hilarious. Like, you know what?
1: If you love that, I love that for you. I'm personally not going to be doing it. But if you're like, you know, if that's your jam and you love doing that, cause some people feel really connected to it and they feel like their periods are kind of a really powerful, um, incredible spiritual thing. I think that's probably where it, where that comes from. Um, fucking
0: great for you if you I are know. so in tune
1: with your body that you want to say, it's fantastic. That I is know. empowerment.
0: Yeah, I personally wouldn't do it, and I'm also a terrible Same,
1: but, artist, so. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it would, yeah, it wouldn't be cute. <laughs> yeah, uh, same here. Um, So growing up, I thought toxic shock syndrome was something that didn't exist. Like, mm. no, you don't really get that. Until I did some, very little, but some research into it, and this shit exists. Can you tell mm. us a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah, so um, toxic shock syndrome is, I kind of refer to it as the bogeyman of periods because it's kind of everyone's, everyone hears about it and is terrified, but no one really understands what it is, whether it even exists or kind of no. what, it, what it involves. Um, so effectively toxic shock syndrome is, a, is an infection that you can get when the bacteria that usually lives completely harmlessly on the skin um, gets further into the body, right? So because of that, absolutely anyone can get toxic shock syndrome. It's not just people who menstruate or people who use tampons that can get toxic shock. A Uh cisgendered man might get toxic shock if he has like a cut that gets infected, right? Um, mm. But the problem is that using tampons increases your risk of toxic shock syndrome. So I think, don't quote me on this exact stat, but I think in the UK, of the people who get toxic shock syndrome in a year about half of them will be menstrual related if and caused by um or yeah caused by using tampons right so but the important thing to stress first of all it is fatal it can be fatal so it's incredibly serious but it's incredibly rare so in the UK most doctors won't see a single case in their entire career right. and i think around naught point i need to get the number of naughts right i think naught point naught 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 1% of the uk population will get toxic shock syndrome in a year what, wow that is Every so year. rare it's incredibly low like very low so or, but like i said because it's fatal and it's incredibly serious for those do, who don't know what fatal means it, it can kill you yes dead yes, as fuck thank you. um fuck. but it's, it's really important to be aware of know how to reduce your risk and know how know what the symptoms are so um what what are they <laughs> i will tell you amazing <laughs> tell me help me. Tell um, me so the symptoms are <clears throat> flu-like symptoms so like headaches coughs fever, um, temperature, things like that, getting the shivers, Um, nausea and vomiting, diarrhea can be a symptom as well, Um, confusion and kind of feeling a bit delirious, Uh, dizziness and fainting, Um, the whites of your eyes, your tongue and your lips turning red, like bright red, and also a sunburn-like rash um, that looks like a little bit like sunburn but a bit more kind of mottled i suppose or like speckled Mm. um and the thing is about because i often talk about these symptoms and people go oh my god i've had those i have those symptoms like uh, have i got toxic shock they will come on very quickly and get worse very fast so you'll kind of go within a few minutes or kind of an hour or so you'll go from feeling absolutely fine to feeling some of those symptoms and then within another hour or so it will get significantly worse um and the important things to remember are if you are wearing a tampon at the time take it out or if you're wearing any kind of period product um, or internal period product take it out um, it's important to say though that menstrual cups and menstrual discs don't increase your tox- your risk of toxic shock syndrome in the same way as tampons do okay so it is more the risk is increased with tampons um, but your general risk of getting toxic shock syndrome isn't worse Um, from any other period product but like i said anyone can get it so it's still important to know about um so those are symptoms they get worse very quickly um well they come on suddenly and they get worse very quickly right and what you want to be doing is as soon as you notice or like oh crap this could be toxic shock um phone your doctor immediately and say it's urgent if it's out of hours go to your or it gets very bad and it deteriorates incredibly fast go to A&E or your emergency department another thing that you can do in England anyway um I think it's only England I don't know if it's the rest of the UK but you can phone the 111 um NHS advice service um and they'll be able to either get a paramedic out to you or tell you to go into into your local emergency department um And if you, whoever you speak to, if you're somebody who uses tampons, let them know. Um, So say, these are my symptoms. It's also always good if you're worried about something as serious as toxic shock, saying that you're concerned that it's toxic shock, Mm -hmm. just so it's on their radar. Um, So say, these are my symptoms, I'm concerned it might be toxic shock, I use tampons. Um, And that will kind of give them the kick up the bum to be like, yep, let's do this. Another thing that's important to say about toxic shock is that in the majority of cases, um, if it's caught nice and early, it's it's people make a full recovery. So, which is why it's so important to recognise the symptoms as they happen. And then, as somebody who is. Has a period or uses tampons. There are also things you can do to reduce your risk of getting toxic shock. So, ah, thank you. Someone said one 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 is available in England, Scotland, and Wales. Perfect. No, di- no, this shit, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, there are ways to reduce your your risk of toxic shock syndrome if you're someone who uses tampons. The first is to always wash your hands before changing, um, removing, inserting any kind of period product. That's just good good in general period kind of hygiene to get into because any bacteria that's on your hands if it gets into the vagina you might cause an infection um but it's especially important with tampons um another one is to only wear your tampon for the specified amount of time um so generally speaking it will be between four and eight hours and this depends on the absorbency of the tampon and also on the brand so different brands will say slightly different things generally speaking the higher the absorbency of the tampon the shorter the amount of time you can keep it in so if you're wearing like a super or um yeah super high absorbency tampon you might only be able to keep it in for about four hours um, because it's more absorbent and it's the absorbency of a tampon that makes um the risk of toxic shock higher which is why other period products don't have the same um ah. effect on the risk yeah um and then another thing you can do, which a lot of people don't know about actually, is wear a tampon that is the lowest absorbency possible for your flow. Um, so if you have quite a light flow and you only have a super tampon available, don't just use a super tampon, um, try and get an alternative if you can. Um, because again, it's the absorbency that's absorbing, you know, other stuff, um, not blood, that is is kind of the problem. So you wanna be using the right. lowest absorbency tampon you can. Um, And then the last one is try and reduce the amount of uh, the amount of um, how often you use tampons. So if you're able to only use tampons when you leave the house um, or when it's really convenient, say you're going swimming or you're doing an activity or something like that, then use tampons. Then Um, if you're I'm saying if you're able to, because obviously I know that it might not work for everybody some people everyone has to do what works for them um, if you can alternate days if you wear a tampon on one day and then a pad the next and then a tampon or whatever um, that's also brilliant so obviously if you reduce the amount of um the amount of time you're wearing a tampon your risk is going to be significantly reduced again so those are the important things um that reduce your risk uh, and then the symptoms obviously earlier then but yeah get on to your doctor as soon as you recognize anything like that um, and let them know if you think it is toxic shock
0: this is so important. Thank you so much for sharing this ridiculously oh, you're welcome. good info. Mm. Um, also, one thing I, I'd like to add, don't be scared of tampons, though. Just try oh, and no. get handy with like, yes. a period cup or a period disc because trust us,
1: that shit's going to change your life and you're going to be very happy with it. Um, yes, absolutely. And that's a really good point, actually. I always, whenever I talk about toxic shock, I do try to end by saying don't you don't need to be scared of using tampons um like i said it's incredibly rare and the best possible position you can be in is if you understand what toxic shock is you know what the symptoms are and you know how to reduce your risk so you don't need to be scared of using them at all um you just need to kind of be aware of it know what the symptoms are and be ready like i said if you catch it early you'll be fine you'll make a full recovery so um yeah that's A really good point to end on thank you
0: no worries and also if you've listened to this i mean you already know all these things so your girlfriends are also going to be more safe so like tell Mm -hmm. this around to everybody who's got periods because it's so important share this episode i would appreciate (laughs) that (laughs) (laughs) no but for real though um Thank you so much for this incredible information. Um, oh, you're welcome. This was so useful. I've learned so. I don't think I've ever learned this much in one oh, episode. Really? Oh yeah, really? yeah. That's, that's awesome. Thank. You. Yeah. So thank you so much for that. Um, I wanted to to go. Oh wait, I did. I did. I did a question uh, poll thingy on my mm-hmm. Instagram a while back, and I wanted to share the results of that. Ooh, it's about yeah, receiving and sending nudes. You get to guess. Um, <laughs> Have you ever received a nude? How many people said yes versus no?
1: Received? Interesting because is your. How. um, I'm going to get very logical with this. The demographics? I want to know what your weighting is between male and female. More or less the same. Is it? I was very surprised about that. And the question is received nudes? Yes. Oh, really high. I think. I reckon. In the
0: 90 percent, almost 85 percent. Ooh, that is, that is a
1: lot but i yeah. thought it will be a hundred to be honest so. yeah i mean i i was yeah i thought it would be like i said i thought it would be 90s but that's pretty close right? Back. yeah
0: it is totally have you ever sent one a hundred percent
1: oh have i or is that the poll oh it, i mean it's I a have.
0: poll but
1: yeah yeah same <laughs> i've sent one too <laughs> <I've>, oh, <laughs> um a lot of people have oh, re- oh i think it's going to be slightly lower um i'm gonna say in the 70s
0: correct 76 percent said they yes! had but
1: i'm surprised with the
0: 24 percent who didn't i mean mm. good for you if you don't but it it's it's an interesting statistic to get to know
1: yeah it might be that the, though that somebody just hasn't kind of got to that point in in their kind of
0: right the ones who voted no i was like oh i know that this is why this is why so i yeah i knew a lot of those people i was like okay yeah that makes sense yeah yeah yeah, yeah interesting have you ever asked for a nude
1: I think that's gonna be lower I'm gonna go for forty something
0: fifty eight percent it's
1: quite a lot yeah I mean, I've that's... never asked for a nude I mean I've never like explicitly asked yeah I've never explicitly asked <laughs> right. I think that's that's like a that's a, a woman thing though like it's I don't I don't think I know many women or I'll say many women with men who have asked I oh
0: I have asked for a nude when I was dating a girl that's true that's what I I
1: forgot about that isn't
0: that interesting I don't want a a dick on my screen I'll look at porn if I
1: want to (laughs) like I know a lot of people that yeah i know a lot of women who date women who i can imagine asking 100 but i but i know a a lot of women who date men who wouldn't
0: right yeah this this is interesting man Mm. super interesting have you ever received an unsolicited nude
1: oh god i reckon it's got to be in the 80s i think i think 69%
0: 69% I love the amount which just, is a very
1: appropriate <laughs> number <laughs> right um oh okay fair enough although if you said your weight your like demographic is pretty much split men and women then that that's I I can see that because that's a lot don't think it happens to men I don't I don't I think know it may well do but I've never uh, heard of a man um, I just, getting an well
0: answer. The next one, that's kind of a tricky one. So, um, Mm. have you ever sent an unsolicited nude? In all honesty, I have.
1: So, interesting, because, like, I haven't to a complete stranger. Like, no. Although, but not to, like...
0: In the heat of the moment when you're sexting with someone, you just send
1: something cheeky sometimes. Yeah, and also, like, you know, there's times if you're with someone long-term... And you you know them, you know what they're going to kind of like and go for, you know, somebody might send one in the middle of the day because they know that person's going to like it. Like, but if you can't just send it to someone, you don't know for sure if they're going to. Yeah,
0: there was always a certain amount of consent there. I would never just randomly be like, hey, here's my boobs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um... (laughs) now this is the question that basically started the whole um uh so what was the I mean, was wait what was wondering? the what was the result for the sending sending oh Fifteen uh, have sent and which oh. is very
1: low yeah that's quite low i'm not surprised though i don't believe it though i think a lot of people that are saying they haven't will like we are not consider those situations where you know you you kind of right Know whether someone's gonna be happy with that or not. You know what I mean? But
0: I don't. I. I. There is enough men who voted no, and I'm like, I. I don't I believe it. Believe you. I just don't buy it, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, this one. Have you ever shared a nude with friends? No, never.
1: Oh well. I. Oh wait. Again, it's, I'm answering Paul <laughs> That was good. For myself. Um.
0: have you never shared it with your like girlfriends or something never when it was an unsolicited picture no
1: i don't think i have
0: interesting yeah i'll get you my story in a sec (laughs)
1: um but i've had people i've had people show when they when they've been unsolicited um i've had people show me be like be like look i've got usually my friends on instagram um who get creeps in their message requests sending yeah sending gross gross pictures um i i think maybe i, I think around half
0: 14% only huh y'all are lying you know it's not anonymous if it were this anonymous
1: it would be so much what higher I hate and i know happens but what i absolutely despise is the fact is, when usually men, cis men, share like not share but show pictures um, to their friends of of like girlfriends or partners or people they've been speaking to. No. I
0: hate that. No, just don't do it's it.
1: So gross. Like, ha- have like have some respect for your partner. Oh, I hate it. Anyway. <laughs> and um
0: so the last one is kind of the the ethical debate that started every 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 bit of these questions mm-hmm. is exposing um a sender of an unsolicited nude is that karma or are you just <gasps> as big of a dick if that you're is doing it
1: such a good question and do you mean like online so if like a if like an influencer exposes like shares the message with then the username do you mean like that
0: Um, my first thought was sharing the dick but um
1: exposing because
0: 90 percent of the time when i get unsolicited dicks in my inbox it's like a profile that only has one follower
1: yeah that's true and i guess also um yeah i think because also if you get one from like somebody that you you kind of people that you know know do you know what i mean right like somebody from your town or something or like on bumble or something oh interesting i think it really depends on the context i feel like if you're oh that's so hard
0: I am a hundred percent on team bitch. That's karma.
1: You shouldn't have sent it in the first place. But you know, I think I think it's completely out random, out of the blue. No, like communication beforehand. No, just, nothing. Like whacking out a dick. Hundred percent is karma. I think anything like outside of that, there's like it depends on the situation. I was
0: shocked by the statistics. Go on. You will never believe it. Only 20% of people thought karma, 80% said you're just as big
1: as a, of a dick if you expose them. Oh my god, I'm re- I feel, I still feel really torn about this, you know, I, I don't know, I just, karma's a bitch, I'm sorry. I mean, I do, I'm totally with you on the, if it's completely unsolicited, like, no, no. message beforehand, then yes, like, come on, you should know better than that. <laughs>
0: So what I usually do cuz I, I get them quite often um I post some cheeky pictures so um, men think that's a reason to send them they uh, do. it's not just like nope. um mm-hmm. so uh what I do I um pretend like it's a sticker contest so um nice. I get one and I send the last one to them like <laughs> hey I'm like <laughs> one one random dude I guess dude asked me uh, how what do you think of my dick And so he sent a picture and then I sent a picture back and I said, what do you think of mine? (laughs) That is incredible. (laughs)
1: What did they say? Uh,
0: They never replied.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, fair enough. All right.
0: Of course. (laughs) Of course. Um, But then the day after I got a text uh, from someone asking if they had hanging ball sex. So might be related. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show with me. Oh, I had so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so fun. I, I learned so much. I really love it. Thank you so much for all That's that. That's the aim. Um, thank you at home for tuning in. And next week I will be back, same place, same time, and I will be joined by Tanya Buxton she is an absolute legend she's a tattoo artist who um does nipple tattoos for people post mastectomy top surgery and whatever reason it might be um if you like this episode I'm sure you will love next week and season one and two just as much so head over to youtube.com slash by Ellen Moore um you can also tune in on every single one of your favorite podcast platforms uh, where you can stream the slideshow. show. If you want to support us, head over to the Patreon link in my bio, which is only four bucks a month. And then I have a little support. <laughs> <laughs> a follow the both of us on Instagram. Obviously, thank you so much for being here. Thank you at home for tuning in. And for now, sludge out. <laughs>